AFR On Demand is brought to you by Breck Golf. Try Beaver Creek today, just 20 minutes from downtown Baton Rouge in the Zachary area. They've got a PGA Tour driving range, a short game practice area, 30 to 40-yard practice shots. It's a great place to chip and putt and practice if you don't have time for a full round. Book your tee time today, golf.breck.org, golf.breck.org. Matt Moscona. I'm very important. After further review. Say one more time. After further review with Matt Moscona. And here we go. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. <laughs> Live from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge Studios. Let's Hour three, off we go. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us, AFR. Presented by Insurance Network of Louisiana. I'm Matt. This is Shaq O'Neal, and I hate Matt. Paul O'Neill. They're chanting Paul O'Neill's name. You so. And Mr. Toby Tomplay. All right, we're here. Glad you are as well. Five o'clock quitting time. Glad you are driving home with us. College football playoff uh, rankings reveal the made-for-TV show is coming up in about an hour. We'll uh, see if, in fact, uh, SC has leapfrogged LSU the way they did in the APN coaches poll. We'll get to that. And also, at the bottom of this hour, could Sean Payton and Tom Brady be headed for a union after this season, maybe in New Orleans. Uh, one analyst said it's a possibility. We'll talk about it at the bottom of this hour. Uh, always love when we get to uh, chat with Sean Salisbury. He joins us every Tuesday here in hour number three. He's on Twitter at Sean Unfiltered. Thanks as always, man. How are you? No, I'm doing well. Happy Thanksgiving week to you, brother. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well, man. Hope it's awesome for you and the fam. Um, hey, I want to start. Uh, we'll get to Saints NFL in the second. I'm going to start with LSU, in particular here on A&M week, and, and you being so close to that. I, I want to start by asking what has gone so terribly wrong for, for the Aggies this, this year? A lot, Matty. I, I seem to think about this or pontificate about it a lot in, in my own mind and try to, you know, uh, with, with all the different colleges that are in, kind of in Houston, got to cover them all. And I, I, and as a guy who's in school for two more, at least with A&M, get my master's in, in about two weeks, I hey. follow them close. Hey. I, yeah, I, I graduate. In, in, in another two weeks, not a pat on the back, but I'm that's awesome, I'm proud man. of it. It's all, it's all, yeah, yeah, I get, dude. I, I get my master's with about a three nine five, my man. In about two weeks, and my dumb ass is sitting here thinking, "Am I going to go to law school after this?" And don't ask me any reason why. But it, it, or Doctor Salisbury's next. I don't know, man. So I have all my buddies have to call me that. I and I, you know what, my son and you know my my affinity for LSU and my son is an A and M grad, so. I watched the program closely and, and pretty. I, I like to think pretty uh, dialed in with what's going on there. I it comes down to this. I, I try not to be overly critical of kids or coaches in college, but that's the way it is with name, image, and like this. It's gotten different. We almost treat them like pros now. But this football program, one is I, I honestly I know that, that I'll get argument from this. I think Jimbo Fisher's plate's too full. I, I do. I think Jimbo Fisher needs to decide he wants to be a head coach. And I know what you say, well, it happens at other programs. It does, 
but I'm not sure. I think it takes a unique person to, to na- especially in college. Here's what you got to do as a head coach. You got to be a great recruiter, which he obviously is. And name image like this helps all of them. They, they got money. You got to be a, a play caller, which he, I mean, you don't have to be. That's what he is. Now you got to be a head coach. So you got to be a guy who understands all the tasks at the university. You got to shake hands and kiss babies. And then you got to lead men. And yeah, and, and these young men. And then you got to recruit the guys you've already recruited. And then on Saturday, because I'm just telling you, the play calling and the lack of offense reflects his schedule. I'm just telling you, there's not enough hours. Jack Del Rio sat in my office about a little over a year ago, and he said, as assistant coaches, you need, you, you got about six to eight hours a day as a position coach to yourself. Maybe, is what he said, Close, sitting right face to face. And then he said, as a coordinator, you got about two to four hours, if you're lucky, a day to yourself. He goes, as a head coach, you need two more hours. Now, this is talking about the NFL. Now, I want you to go through all the things I just named, and then you've got to manage the personnel, all these recruits to keep them happy that are there, and then it, call plays, which is tough enough, and then be the head coach. That's one. I think his place way too full for a guy at this stage of his career should trust in his coaching staff enough to delegate and allow some of these guys to call plays. I understand if you're 25 or 35 and you're calling plays, getting into it, and you're – but there comes a point in time unless you're a special cat. Now, people say, what about Leach? Well, Mike hasn't won a national title. I know Mike well, and you and I have talked about it. Mm-hmm. But, but Mike, he got a play sheet of about the fit in the palm of your hand. And Mike's not a shake hands and kiss babies guy. Mike doesn't want to do that. even though. We're, but you don't see him doing a lot of that. He's glad handing. Jimbo is a glad hander, and he's got to do it at A&M. They require it even more when you, when, when you got him. So I know people don't talk about it. I'm just telling you, it, it, at least the optics tell me. Two is they have underachieved. They've had started three quarterbacks in, four, in, in about six different ways this year. The best one's the freshman from Bridgeland, who's playing now Connor Wiegman, uh, Wiegman and, or Wegman, I guess that's pronounced. So there's that. And so the, the veterans and the young guys, there's been injuries. I get it, but everybody has them. And they have, they've underachieved dearly. And so with that in mind, he's got to, he's got to decide this offseason. Do I trust my staff? Am I good enough? And, you know, I, I think Jimbo is a rabbit-eared guy at times, too. He hears and reads everything. We saw the, the stuff with, with uh, you know, Nick Saban. So, I mean, there's, I think there's a lot more layers to it, and I know we don't have enough time to do it, but I think they're underachieved. I think right now they're, he, he, they're the most overrated program. Not program, this season. This is the most overrated and underachieving program in the country for the money they pay him. The expectations, his records, just like Kevin Sumlin, and I like Jimbo. And then I'll get, and then you'll get the excuse as well. They're playing offensive linemen that are young, and eighteen and nineteen year olds impact college football every week, every year. They're as good of players as we have. That's why those guys leave after three years on campus and are the first picks of the draft because they're good. So I hear all the excuses, but I don't see them excel other than in the in the COVID year. And I and I get it, and they're good, but. And, and the truth is, they've had lack of production from the quarterback position and from that offense. Their offense isn't very good. And if LSU plays normal, they're going to beat them. But you've got to be careful because where it's at. But I think there's a lot wrong. Recruiting's involved. Guys are going to leave, I'm telling you. So I think Jimbo's next move, if he wants to try and be successful, is start delegating some authority and trusting your staff to do their job. If not, find somebody else. Speaking of the LSU game, uh, Sean on Saturday, which is obviously the media scene, and there's a ton on the line for LSU. What What is the scenario? Is there a matchup where A&M could give LSU trouble? 
First off, the matchup is if, if you're A&M, you, you, there's got to be a little pride. I was talking to somebody earlier today, Matty, about this, thinking, okay, you're A&M. Going into the, I had a, a guy calling my show the other day. He was a diehard A&M guy, regular on my show. And he said, I, we were going through breaking it down. I interrupted him. And when he had a pregnant pause, I said, what were you? Because they were breaking down the excuses that we all make for A&M at times and for any of our colleges and our schools. And I said, what, what was your expectation about A&M this year? Oh, playoff. Hmm. Yet they expect a playoff, but then I get the, well, they're, they're, you know, they're under man. They've got a lot of young players and recruits. You've got to give them time. How much time i got to give them? <laughs> How much time i got to give them? I mean, I keep giving them time, LSU. Well, can't I make the same argument? Brian Kelly walks in there. they got a chance at the playoff. So, and I, I know it sounds like I'm getting after a and I'm not I'm just being fair because all the hype they got, the best recruiting class in the world. So I'll tell you what, how you can get them. Is if, if LSU, and we see it in the NFL every week, you try to guard against it, I guarantee Brian's going to guard against it. He's going to say, listen, put a wall between us and the SEC championship game because there's got to be some pride. What dangerous teams in football and in sports are teams that, well, they got nothing to lose. Cut it loose. If you're transferring, cut it loose. If you're going to stick around, cut it loose. If you're trying to impress your coach, because coaches want to see who's quitting on them late in the year. If you're Jimbo and you're calling plays, what do you got to lose other than to just let it rip? Those are dangerous teams because if you're not afraid to lose, you can do some things. And if you're LSU and you kind of tread lightly, you're going into Kyle Field last week, they, the UMass hung around in their building. It was rainy. Nobody was there. They went in and out. Everybody was laughing at him. People across the country laughing at him. We all got a little pride as, as, as people and as athletes. The last thing you want is the day after Thanksgiving when your turkey settling is to watch LSU waltz in there and beat you 38 to 10. LSU's capable of it. I don't So the way is if LSU gets sloppy on offense and allows a couple home runs on defense, meaning the big play, the chunk play, where all of a sudden you're, you're up 10 to three and they go boom, boom with two big 70 yard runs and a, and a throw. And now you're chasing. And it's like, well, wait a second. And that's Kyle Field because it's going to be packed. It's LSU, and there's a lot for them to play for to ruin LSU because this game doesn't just have effect on this one. This one eliminates LSU, as you know. I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know. And, and A&M would love nothing more than to do that. Dangerous teams that have got nothing uh, to lose other than another game become a real problem. So you got to be – this is a dangerous game that LSU should win, but A&M got something to play for, and that's to either keep recruits or show recruits that they haven't quit. Uh, Sean Salisbury is with us. He's on Twitter at Sean Unfiltered. Let me not get a break, Sean. I'm going to come back. Uh, I do want your thoughts on the LSU-USC uh, debate, if it comes down to that. And uh, did the Saints turn the corner? We're going to get to that with Sean Salisbury. We're brought to you by Hudco Roofing. HudcoRoofing.com. Do business with someone you know. That's us. That's Hudco Roofing. HudcoRoofing.com. I tell you all the time, I'm more than happy to help facilitate for you. As a matter of, friend, a, a matter of fact, a good friend, Sally, helped her today, and they got quotes from a lot of different companies and ultimately went with us because of the job that our staff on site did in communicating with her. So big tip of the cap to my guy Scott on our crew who uh, who made it happen. Hudco Roofing, hudcoroofing.com. Tell you every day, do business with someone you know if it's roof repairs, roof replacements. There's so many things that set us apart. And listen, I'll tell you, uh, fortified roofing, I've told you a lot about that, but ultimately, y'all, the last week our phones have been ringing off the hook. Why? It rained last weekend. Say it all the time. There's only two ways to find out if you got roof damage. One, call us, let us come do a free, no-obligation roofing inspection, or wait for it to rain and you get water in your house. One of those options is better than the other. So 
We'd love to give you a free, no obligation roofing inspection. Hudco Roofing and HudcoRoofing.com. Do business with someone you know. Hudco Roofing and HudcoRoofing.com. Okay, we'll continue with Sean Salisbury next on AFR. AFR. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Insurance Network of Louisiana, call for a free quote to see how much you can save. 293-0450. After further review with Matt Moscona, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. All right, we continue with Sean Salisbury. Sean, I'm going to get to uh, Saints here in a second, but i got to know, uh, we're going to get these college football playoff rankings in a little bit. The, uh, the great debate may very well come down to uh, Two-loss LSU, SEC champ, one-loss Southern Cal, Pac-12 champ. Um, dare I ask, what say you? Did we lose him? All right, we'll see if he's still there. All that dramatic setup and, compl- and complete silence on the other end. Uh, we got it? Okay. Sean, I, I don't know if you heard my uh, my super dramatic setup there, but uh, if it comes down to it, two-loss LSU, one loss Southern Cal for that final playoff spot. What do you think? If the committee has LSU in front of USC tonight, if LSU runs the table, they'll they'll be in. You think so? I do. I do. I, I think that tonight, now, here's the key is they're going to obviously hold Notre Dame. And I, that, that's at least that's my gut. And depending on how they play this week, obviously, SC playing Notre Dame, which is a much tougher game. So that may, I put it this way. You're going to get an idea what the committee's thinking tonight. Now, we go, meaning we, meaning USC, beat Notre Dame and beat them at our building, and LSU goes and beats A&M. The question is, are they, how, how severe are they going to treat strength of schedule this year? Obviously, a win over Notre Dame's strength of schedule would be bigger, and maybe next week they trump them. But I think that the committee's trying to tell you something if LSU wins, because if LSU goes and beats, wins this when it goes and beats Georgia, I don't think that the talk we've had before, me and you, that I think that's going to solidify a two-loss LSU team, which much stronger. If that the, the committee's telling you tonight, if they got him in front of Southern Cal, how they feel about him after last week's games, okay, and and who they beat. That's one. Two is now if LSU wins and Southern Cal wins, and then the Pac-12, and they're both impressive. Obviously, if they lose, they're out. So I think that there is a chance now next week. With, a, with at the end of this weekend's games, both of them win depending on how impressive. That is where they could jump them. I don't know if they're going to jump them with the UCLA win, but with Notre Dame and the Texas A&M thing, they could depending on how impressive they are. I think the the Heisman Trophy front runner, if he plays well against Notre Dame, resides at SC. Caleb Williams is, has been the consistently the best player in college football this year. He's a freak, and that's not. I, I'm critical of my program there, but he's been with that defense. And what he's had to overcome this year, the Heisman Trophy is his to lose. It's not Quorum's and it's not C.J. Stroud's. And in a national game, if he wins it. So I, here's the way I look at it. Obviously, if TCU wins, they're in. Georgia wins, they're in. The winner of Ohio State, Michigan wins, they're in. And if USC runs the table, those are your four. If it goes chalk, that, that is yeah, who is going to be in the final. There's no question about it. If LSU loses to Georgia, TCU, the real argument comes that if, TCU and LSU lose, and Clemson, Southern Cal run the table, and Michigan loses to Ohio State, or Michigan beats Ohio State by three, <laughs> the, the, now, now the argument really begins. 
that that that's when it's going it's going to go get chaotic. If that's the way it works, you're going to have Clemson who's going to make the argument. They're going to say, well, you know, the, our loss to what Notre Dame, mm-hmm. SC is going to have their argument that they went on the road and lost to Utah. Um, we already know that Michigan, if they lose to Ohio State or if Ohio State loses, they're going to say, hang on one second, L- look at who we've our schedule has been better than Michigan's. We deserve to go, and that's again if LSU. But who does, uh, let's see, TCU's got to deal with uh, Iowa State in, in, at home in Fort Worth this week. So I don't know, and then Kansas State next week. So that's not out of the woods yet because they yeah. barely got out last week. So if it goes chalk and those teams win, I do believe in the end, well, obviously if LSU, LSU loses, that's going to bypass them. I think there's a legitimate chance after this weekend, even if the committee puts LSU now, that's how they're thinking. But if SC's able to handle uh, Notre Dame this weekend, I would think that, they're going to take that win more impressive than an A&M win by LSU, and I think that's when they could jump them. And then the ch- the championship game will come into play if LSU beats Georgia. Then the conversation's really going to begin as long as SC wins the Pac-12 mm-hmm. championship with those two schools. Yeah, LSU is the the potential monkey wrench if you end yep. up with a two-loss no SEC champ. Uh, for what yep. it's worth, as of now, LSU strength is schedule 15, Southern Cal 58. So. Yeah, and although there's, there, there is no doubt, and they're going to take that into complaint. And, and I, I believe to the date, that's why they, even with two losses, they have LSU head SC. And I don't argue that, even though it's my alma mater at all. But the Notre Dame, where they're ranked now, how they've come, al- how they've come along, how bad A&M's been, but they'll still look at strength of schedule. And one thing about this, Matty, think about this. We could literally have two teams from one conference and then two, two champions in the other conference in the Pac-12 and ACC, not make the playoff. Think about that for a second. We could literally have Clemson, ACC champ, mm-hmm. with one loss, Southern Cal with one loss, a team with two losses, and then a Georgia team with one loss get in, and Michigan, who if they lost with one loss, and then two champions of their Power 5 conferences not make the playoff. Yeah. It could be really odd if LSU goes and runs this table and is able to beat Georgia on a difficult task in Atlanta, but there's still a lot of business to be taken care of for yeah. for a handful of teams now. Yeah. So look, two two weeks, tons of games still to play. A, That's a, right. A lot of things right. will shake. Um, yeah, but I don't have any problem right now, Matty, with LSU. I got my, you know, I feel I didn't mean to interrupt you. I don't have no. any problem right now with the strength of schedule with two, two losses at LSU's ahead of USC. Because if you're watching, if you're the committee and you're watching defense, you've got to be concerned about the way USC has to win. But then you look at the quarterback and say, good gracious, this dude is a freak show. So it'll be fun, but uh, you know, these things kind of take care of themselves, but I, I kind of like the chaos, so I'd love it all if LSU oh. did their business as he took care of theirs and we had to make a decision, but there's going to be a lot that goes on between now and then. Chaos, the chaos breeds change. Uh, yes, and, and it does, brother. And, and we all agree. Like, I know you, you and I agree on this. Like, yep. we want an expanded playoff. I want games. Yep. I want this played on the field. I don't want this determined in a, in a hotel ballroom. So You can't tell me that the fifth team, let's say it's LSU that got left out. Yeah, you can't tell me they can't go on a roll and win the championship. That they can't beat the number one team in the country or number two team. You can't tell me if Caleb Williams gets hot, he can't go in and boat race Ohio State in a playoff or Michigan. Of course he can't. That now when you get to the twenty second team, okay, I, I get it to roll all the way. Not like basketball to roll all the way through the playoffs, and you got to be physical. But yeah, we we need an expanded playoff. So I'm 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 here for it all. And of course I root for my Trojans to get in because I think the turnaround's been phenomenal with the way they've turned it around yeah. so quickly. It, it has been. Caleb Williams obviously has been just a massive part of that. Oh, he's, he's no question. No um, doubt. He's on Twitter at Sean Unfiltered. Uh, Sean, if, I, I, did this, I'll ask it open-ended. 
Did the Saints turn the corner this weekend? I don't. I got to see more, Matty, to, for you to prove me that. You know, I know that we keep talking about the quarterback, and they keep they 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 got an affinity for for you know Andy Dalton. Obviously, I think he gives them. Remember, we talked last week. They made the decision to go yeah. with Andy, and he they they obviously feel for them right now. He gives them the best chance to win. Isn't it amazing? We're saying that they turn the corner and what and, and they're they're. They got four wins, right? Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Oh, it's, I it's odd. I don't think they turned the corner. I think this is just uh, yeah. this is just a little a glimmer, a right. one off. Right. I agreed. I think I saw it. They played well. They didn't turn it over. Didn't give up sacks. For, I mean, I mean, didn't you know? Didn't beat up on Stafford. Had a backup after Matt got knocked around. You, when you look at the stats, if you do it, I watched the game and they they played a good game. And we know the ability they have. But to me, it's they won a game. I could go through. I mean, I'm not all of a sudden going to tell you Detroit's back. You know, I don't know if they ever were here. They left, but I, I, I don't think Minnesota's going away after this embarrassment they had. And I don't think the Cowboys are going to win the rest of their games that Philadelphia has done, even though they didn't look good the last two weeks, winning last week. So I, I think it's a, they won a game, but back now, I got to see more for them to prove to me. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think one team from that division does. And I think the team that, that you mentioned, the Brady Sean Payton thing. I think that they're they're primed for a pretty decent run here. Uh, they got Cleveland this week, and if they do and get hot, and they could roll into January with five or six straight wins, could be a little dangerous in the NFC. But yeah, I, the Saints got to prove to me more that they can sustain this. I think it was a good game. I don't think they're capable of doing that six straight weeks. I completely agree. Um, the other thing, I'm not sure if you saw Jameis Winston's comments, but I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for those that haven't, Jameis said, it hurts my soul. I lost my job due to injury. The policy's always been you don't lose your job because of injury. Um, I'll, I'll just ask for your reaction to what, to what Jameis said. First off, if he'd have locked the job down before injury, meaning played out of, like, to the point where you're craving him, to the point where you say, we can't, we realize we can't win without him, right, consistently, then, then, then he, I guess he'd have an argument. But Jameis, I, I just need to let him know. And first off, I feel for the guy. I, I know the feeling. We would, anybody that's been there or watched somebody close to you go through that, it sucks. It, it does. And I, I, when he says it hurts my soul, it tells me the guy loves football and I know he wants to win. His inconsistencies and his, his great flashes of brilliance and then his what are you doing has, has allowed doubt to creep into the Saints. But I, I got to let him know, man, that policy hasn't been in place, well, for three decades. And quite frankly, the truth is it's really never been in place, although that's that old baseball unwritten rule. You can't throw at a guy inside, right? You can't raise, throw a fastball at a guy's rib cage or up around his shoulder, right? This unwritten rule, whatever that is, no, he's wrong. I can have him call up. I was at the game when Trent Green went down and blew out his knee and Kurt Warner took over. I was in the building doing the stuff for ESPN. Ask Trent Green and Kurt Warner about that. Ask Drew Bledsoe and Peyton Manning. and I mean, Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady. Because Drew Bledsoe was, was a really good player. And they made the switch to Brady, and injuries cause it. It happens at every position all the time. Jameis left his glove out on the mound at times, and he allowed somebody else to pick it up. The starting quarterback for their future, I'll say it again, is not on their roster, meaning who they're going forward with in the next handful of years or maybe even in the immediate next two years. I'm just Their future is not on this roster at that position. So it tells you how they feel. Maybe with a new coach, if they get a new coach, maybe, but – I, I, I feel bad for Jameis, but the fact of the matter is he's, he's dead wrong on the policy thing. You're damn right you can lose your job due to injury. It happens all the time. It's just a quarterback since we only play one, you don't think you can. For you not to lose your job at quarterback, you better be 
be destined for a mustard-colored jacket. And, and he unfortunately isn't a Hall of Famer, but he's a hell of a talent. The fact of the matter is the inconsistencies have led it. And somebody and if Dalton were to get hurt, he leaves his glove on the It's an unfortunate part of the business. You don't get to keep your job due to injury. It, I don't believe in it, and most people don't either. And as a coach, I wouldn't believe in it either. The other guy plays better, or you think he's playing better, or perception is, you don't get to keep your job due to injury. I don't care who you are. Uh, he is Sean Salisbury on Twitter at Sean Unfiltered. Of course, mornings here on Sports Talk 790 in Houston. So much content you'll find on YouTube and all over the place. Make sure you're following Sean on all the socials, and you'll get links to all of it. Hey, man, happy Thanksgiving. We always appreciate your time and being available to the audience, man. Uh, I appreciate you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for getting into these great topics. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I, You know I'm grateful for you, man, and your great show. Thank you. Likewise. It's a pleasure. Sean Salisbury with us every uh, Tuesday here on AFR. We're brought to you by Relief Windows and ReliefWindows.com. 288-8138, 288-8138 for Relief Windows and ReliefWindows.com. That's energy-efficient replacement windows, beautiful entry doors, hardy plank and vinyl siding. Listen, if you have family coming over for the Christmas holiday, you could literally start the process of getting vinyl siding on your home today and have it done before Christmas. In about two weeks' time, you could go from what your home's exterior currently looks like to what would look on the exterior like a brand new home. Siding finished in whatever color you want that will pop beautiful, won't chip or scratch or peel is fire-resistant, weather-resistant. It'll make your home more energy-efficient. Learn more at reliefwindows.com. Just hit the siding tab to learn more. And in about two weeks' time from that first call, your home could look brand new on the exterior. It's Relief Windows, 288-8138 for Relief Windows and reliefwindows.com. All right, uh, in about 30 minutes from right now, it is the college football playoff. Uh, what are they, whatever they call it, the show, the ranking show, what do they call it, the ranking show? Yeah, the, the, I think the it's rankings. like the college football top 25. College football playoff top 25 oh, rankings. Oh, God. It's your favorite thing ever. You can't wait. Stop acting like you're not excited. It just, it doesn't matter. I mean, Sean was, you know, I, I respect tremendously, and he was even saying, like, look, the committee, maybe they put USC ahead of LSU this week, but because of strength of schedule, wouldn't be opposed if LSU was still ahead. But next week, if SC beats Notre Dame, they should leapfrog LSU because that would be a better win than A&M. But then what happens then when LSU beats, it sh- should LSU beat Georgia? That's the hypothetical we're all playing is, you know, two loss LSU would be the monkey wrench in the whole thing. I, we just get like we. Do you remember the first week? Everyone was just incensed the first week. Why? Well, TCU wasn't in there. TCU was out. And a week later, and every week subsequent, TCU's been in there. And all of that bitching and moaning and screaming was worthless. And last week. Tennessee fans on the outside looking in. And they got Reese Davis saying, I put in Tennessee in over LSU. Well, guess what? That just took care of itself because Tennessee went and gave up 63 points to South Carolina. It just, I get why they do it. It's conversation. It gets people talking about the playoff and all. But, but the thing that I'll just continue to reiterate is the fact that we can have the conversation about so many teams is the is the evidence of why we need an expanded playoff. And we're headed there, and I'm I'm looking forward to the day. And I know there's this argument, well, then the college... I, 
people say, well, the regular season doesn't matter. That's such baloney. Like, stop guzzling the Kool-Aid. Do you know what would happen in turn? Is you would have more teams playing meaningful games in November. You'd be playing for home games, or you'd be playing for a bye, or you'd be playing to get in. Like, don't tell me that the games become insignificant. More games become significant because more games affect the structure and the participants of the playoff. It's not hard. It's not hard to understand. This isn't some some drastic, dramatic foreign idea. It's what literally every team in the history, every pro, every every sport in the history of mankind. It's what they do to crown their champion. You have a playoff. College football has just been beholden to this ancient bowl system forever, and it's stupid and antiquated, and too many of you believe the nonsense they sell you when it's just the wealthy becoming wealthy off those games that sell you on the sanctity of the regular season. No, no, no. Decided on the field, not in a ballroom in Dallas. All right, it's after further review. Um, Former NFL executive suggested a possible union of Sean Payton and Tom Brady next year. And maybe in New Orleans. Oh, got to hear this next. AFR. Tuesday shows brought to you by Insurance Network of Louisiana. Quick reminder, uh, Insurance Network of Louisiana will be closed Thursday for Thanksgiving and on Black Friday. So, if with the holidays approaching, and everybody knows around Christmas time, it's just a very expensive time of year. A lot of people are spending money on presents and all the things that go along with the holidays, and it can be a financially stressful time. So everyone looks for one of two things. How do I either make more money to pay for the holidays, or how do I save money? Well, Insurance Network of Louisiana can help with the latter. Call Insurance Network of Louisiana or log on to lainsurance.net. Let them shop independently for free to find you better coverage for less money. In some instances, we've seen them save people two, three, five, ten thousand dollars over the course of a year. How much could you save on your insurance? Call 2930450 or online LAinsurance.net. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Insurance Network of Louisiana, call for a free quote to see how much you can save. 2930450. After further review with Matt Moscona, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. All right, we get to Otter Locks here. A little more than 10 minutes from right now. Uh, Jimmy will tell us what we're betting on tonight, so looking forward to that as always. Okay. Um, one of the biggest questions that has and will continue to follow the Saints is Sean Payton's future, for a lot of obvious reasons. If the Saints still have Sean Payton under contract, so uh, if Sean Payton decides he wants to come out of his semi-retirement to coach again, there wherever he goes, that team will have to compensate the New Orleans Saints, very likely to the tune of, of draft compensation, which, whatever that may be, will vary based on who you ask. But optimistically, a first-round pick? Maybe a couple of second-round picks. Don't know. We'll see what that is in time. So there's a lot of Saints fans, yours truly included, that are very excited about Sean Payton coaching again uh, because when he does, the Saints are going to very likely 
uh, recoup draft capital, of which they don't have much and need to rebuild this roster. Well, Mike Tannenbaum was on Get Up earlier today and was talking about Tom Brady's future and what it looks like after this season. And the conversation came up about what Brady might do, and it involved Sean Payton. I need you to play the audio, Muse. This is just buffering. Sean Payton and Tom Brady have the same agent, and they could be a package deal. There's a number of teams out there, Carolina, New Orleans, maybe Las Vegas, Arizona, that could be looking for possibly a head coach and a quarterback. I think this is really intriguing because if he keeps playing and he goes someplace else, it's not going to be for a rebuild, and he's going to go with somebody that knows how to coach offense, and Sean Payton would be an ideal partner. Um, that's fascinating. Can you play it again? Sean Payton and Tom Brady have the same agent, and they could be a package deal. There's a number of teams out there, Carolina, New Orleans, maybe Las Vegas, Arizona, that uh, could be looking for okay. a pop- Let's look at those four. Sean Payton, we've known, wants to be, has said, look, people close to him, that he wants to be coastal. Miami, L.A., something like that. Okay. You can scratch off Carolina. Sean Payton didn't go into Carolina. He's not going to coach in the division with the Carolina Panthers. There's, you got a super wealthy owner, everybody's got wealthy owners, but that ain't the play. Sean Payton ain't going to live in Charlotte, North Carolina. That ain't it. The other three would be Las Vegas, Arizona, and New Orleans. That Tannenbaum mentioned there. Notice he didn't mention the Chargers. And the reason he didn't mention the Chargers because the Chargers have a great young quarterback. This would be as a tandem deal if Brady and Peyton went to coach to coach and play together, which we know on the record was considered in Miami. Those two considered doing this in Miami. Okay, We all know what happened with Miami this offseason. There still remains a very real possibility that the Chargers fire Staley and hire Sean Payton, and he goes and lives in L.A. and coaches the Chargers and has Justin Herbert, and I get it. That would make a ton of sense. That is the best option for Sean Payton. Young quarterback, entering his prime. You got him for the next decade. I get it. Tom Brady, 45 years old, might on fumes, what does he have left? But you better believe that if Peyton and Brady team together to go somewhere, they're going to go somewhere where there's a roster that looks like it can compete. Arizona's roster ain't one that can compete. So scratch them off the list. Las Vegas, you thought, and you got one of the best receivers in the NFL there, but is that a product of Josh McDaniels? They may be just not as good as we thought they were. And are they willing to move on from Carr? The one that is super intriguing is the one that nearly happened several years ago when Tom Brady went to Tampa before 2020. Had Breeze stayed retired, and we've all heard this story now. It's been written about. Had Breeze retired, as was the plan, there was a very real possibility that the Saints were going to be able to court Tom Brady, and you had a Sean Payton, Tom Brady, Union in New Orleans. Instead, Breeze returned and Brady went to Tampa. It ain't crazy. I'm still going to tell you this. And I want to be very clear. The most likely scenario, in my opinion, 
is the Chargers fire Staley and hire Sean Payton and the Saints get draft compensation from the Chargers. That's my opinion of what is the most likely scenario. But of what Mike Tannenbaum, what he just suggested, he being a former NFL general manager who is certainly connected and is now on ESPN, and he brings up the point, of course, Tom Condon is the agent for both Sean Payton and Tom Brady, the fact that they could potentially, um, I'm sorry, not Condon, it's Yee, isn't it? I think Tom Condon was was Drew Brees' agent. I think Yee is uh, is Sean Payton and uh, and Tom Brady's agent. Uh, if yeah, let me know. It is. Yeah, Donald Yee. Okay, Donald Yee is their agent. Okay, I think Tom Condon has Drew Brees. Anyway, tangent, whatever. Of what Tannenbaum said, if you believe he's credible in the way he said it in the four teams he listed, Carolina, Las Vegas, Arizona, New Orleans, the only one that really makes sense is New Orleans. So if this thing unravels and they fire DA after one year, who says you can't go home? It may actually be the perfect marriage for Brady to come in with Sean Payton, reset, for another year until you get back on track with your draft capital, and then you can plan for the future beyond that. I might put that likelihood at 6%, but as the great Lloyd Christmas once said, so you're telling me there's a chance. Huh. I didn't say it. Mike Tannenbaum said it. All right, it's after further review. We'll knock out our final break of the show. Do Otter Locks next. It's AFR. AFR. It's a raving fan shout-out. Presented by Darren James and Associates, brokered by EXP Realty. Buying or selling, call Darren James. Get your home sold. If you need a realtor, you need Darren James. I want to remind you, 73%, nearly three out of four people that list their home for sale by owner end up hiring a realtor. And the reason, there's a lot of them. It's the possibility that you don't list your home uh, and price it appropriately. Maybe it's just all of the mountains of paperwork and filings that you have to do that you're not familiar with. Maybe you have a job and you don't have time to be at your home all day, every day for showings when people are interested. If you need to sell your home in a fast, efficient manner and get top dollar, you need Darren James. 335-7666, or agent225.com. Buying or selling, call Darren James. Get your home sold. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Insurance Network of Louisiana, call for a free quote to see how much you can save. 293-0450. After further review with Matt Moscona, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. Down the church, we come final segment here on a Tuesday edition of AFR, presented by Insurance Network of Louisiana. Better coverage for less money. Call 293-0450. Or visit lainsurance.net. One thing left to do, find out what we're betting on tonight. Time for Otter Locks. Otter Locks 
Presented by Lofton Staffing Services. At Lofton, we put people to work. Call us today at 924-0200 or go to lofton.jobs. So we turn to the one and only, the incomparable and often incomprehensible, the outfather himself, Jimmy Ott. Otter, hope you're feeling better. Welcome back. How are you? Yes, indeed. Feeling better. Uh, Matt, I caught your conversation about Coach of the Year on a national basis. It's a great conversation. You know, the thing I, I base it on a lot is just uh, – Exceeding expectations. Mm-hmm. And here's the tape according to the preseason win totals. Three right. coaches are two and a half ahead of their uh, win total. Illinois, Oregon State, and LSU. Uh, LSU was six and a half. They went, they went nine so far. Uh, Lincoln Riley is only a half game ahead of his right now. They were uh, nine and a half uh, preseason. Number three, third best, three above their win total projection. Willie Fritz, two lane. Preseason total okay. is six. They're at nine and two. Number two, Lance Leopold, uh, two and a half. Preseason, two and a half win total. He's at six and five, three and a half. And number one, you know this, Fort Worth, four and yeah. a half games ahead of their Incredible. win total in a power five. Uh, so, Gary Patterson, as far as that, you know, that goes, that gives you a little bit of an idea where Sun- that might be headed. Sonny Dykes. <laughs> Gary Patterson. No, I know. Yeah, I'm under the weather, no, man. No, no, man. Old habits die hard, too. I mean, it's hard to think of anybody at TCU but Gary Patterson. But, yeah, man. He I mean, Texas. He's, he has a long horn. <laughs> he is uh, – the job Sonny Dykes has done is – I mean, if they polish this off this yeah. week at 12-0, I don't know how you go any other direction. No, you can't. You yeah. can't. And, and no, no, that's a decent league this year. Yeah. And, you know, and they played, they played some decent non-conference as well. So, I mean, that's just – I mean, what do you do with that? Man? Yeah, no, it's supposed no. to be a middle of the road uh, 500 type of team. They're 11 and 0. All right, Maction is yep. action. We're back in action tonight. In I love Maction action. I do. <laughs> I love it. For the divisional championship, uh, we talked about Ohio. And after a little bit of a misstep last year, first year removed from Frank Solich, you know, his uh, hand chosen uh, predecessor, who's with him in Nebraska as well, has really righted the ship well over their win total. Uh, this year at five and a half, but they're without their back and forth. You know, they're starting quarterback tonight. Uh, Curtis Rourke uh, went down in that win last week where they did win and cover, but they have won and covered. And I think that even though it's a drop off to CJ Harris, who was only five of eight, 34 yards in that win last week against Ball State, I think it's enough to catch ball, uh, Bowling Green here at home. Bowling Green uh, on the road, catching five and a half. Bowling Green. Dub a two touchdown underdog last week. They went it outright against crosstown rival Toledo. And I just think it's too much for them to follow up. Going to Ohio. We're taking we're taking uh, Joe Burrow's old hometown in Athens, right. Ohio. We're taking the Bobcats. So we're going with minus five and a half. It's going down from seven to five and a half because pretty much confirmed that O'Rourke well Rourke will be out uh, as a starting quarterback for Ohio tonight. And a small play on Ball State, Miami, Ohio. Bruce Marshall gave us earlier today the under 45 in that one. Two games to match it tonight. All right. under. I'm looking at 44 and a half at DraftKings. So, um, on that under. So, so just obviously, maybe, would you – that's it. The under yeah, 45 yeah. is, is uh, minus 110. Let's see if I can find an alternate line. Is it worth paying the juice? Uh, maybe on 45, maybe on that number. Maybe, yeah. Okay. But – something i don't do too often I'll, I'll wait for like uh you know a, a three or a seven uh, in college so and of course when we're on a half and we get to anything under in single digits in college hoops you always buy the half so okay. we'll get to that yeah. a little bit uh, later 
Um, you, I'm, uh, we're questionable whether or not we're going to do the show tomorrow. I'm going to decide at the end of the show. You want some Thanksgiving no picks? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Absolutely. You got them. Ole Miss to bounce back. That was a brutally tough spot last week for them. We were on that one. Uh, hard to put the Bama on in the rear view mirror. Uh, and also right before the Egg Bowl, give me Ole Miss minus two at home in the Egg Bowl. And they look so bad. The NFL, they usually bounce back. Couldn't look much worse than Minnesota did yeah. on a Sunday. So we're back on the Vikings uh, this week at home against New England. All right, laying the two and a half? Yes. All right, Otter. So Otter has uh, Ole Miss and the Vikings on Thanksgiving tonight. The uh, Ohio Bobcats laying the five and a half, and then under 44 and a half, or under 45 in uh, the Ball State game as well. All right, Otter, we appreciate Where are you tonight? Mike Anderson's. All right, man, get you a Burnside salad, my dog. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> All right, Otter, have a great Thank one, you, man. man. We appreciate right. it. That's uh, Jimmy Ott. Game time with Jimmy Ott follows us in Baton Rouge. If you're not in Baton Rouge online, at 1045ESPN.com. Muse, Paulie, thanks so much. Y'all have a great night. We will see you tomorrow at 3 on AFR. AFR. Brought to you by Mold Zero. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. That's Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Uh, check them out online. I tell you this all the time. If mold, if you notice mold, if mold is a problem or even odors, Mold Zero can help. And so often people see mold and they think, ah, we're going to have to cut sheetrock. We're going to have to pull uh, things out of the wall. No, no, no. With Mold Zero, this is easy. This is minimally invasive with little or no um, uh, uh, disturbance in that respect. They'll come in. They will spray their fog. You let it dwell. Wait about a couple hours or so uh, for the fog to dissipate. Then you go back into your home. That fog gets into every nook and cranny, so it kills mold and other pathogens. It'll remove odor. They service the entire Greater Baton Rouge and Greater New Orleans area. So check them out at mold-0usa.com to get that free quote and estimate. mold-0usa.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.